Right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> get the mic a little bit closer to your, to you. Yeah. Perfect. Is this okay. Let me see. Say something. Hello. Hello. You mean like? Uh, I I, I kind of talk mellow, so this is how I normally talk. That's fine. Drop some bars real quick. Let me see if it works. <laughs> Why she starts battle rapping like? Yeah, I know that would be so dope. <laughs> I'm like, fuck your no, I'm joking. <laughs> I think in her head she sounds good, but yeah. like, yeah. in real it, it, dude, in, in our heads, like everyone sounds good. Us out here, we're like. I remember being like. like yeah, I no, remember she's... being like a rebellious teenager <laughs> right. and thinking I could rap and like I'd write my stuff on the computer. <laughs> I like rapper. anything creative yeah. though. So you even you even got like the swag on today too. Like you got the beanie on. Like, <laughs> and the, I got like, a face tat. And you got the face tat too. Yeah, yeah that's double Cardi B on. Right. Oh yeah, that's when I wall out. That's, that's her weakness. She will wrap that up. She starts putting on chains and shit like that too. Yeah. She's like, yeah. you don't fucking know me. <laughs> she will get gangster on you. What would be your rap name? My rap name. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> Big well, Jackie you, J. You know me better. Ooh, Big Jackie J. Big J. <laughs> Big J. Big J. Yeah. What about J Smalls? Nah. I'm, I'm short. That's why you gotta be. That's why you gotta make it big. You know, like yeah. Big J in the big house, J. in the his house. <laughs> 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 Not that one. No, no. that one. Okay. <laughs> we'll put it on hold for right now. Well, okay. yeah. Next year. Next year. Okay. Ready? I'm just gonna do the intro real quick and then we'll get into it. <laughs> Alright, in five, four, three, two, one. Alright, welcome everybody to another episode of the Break Time Podcast. As you can tell, it is free form and I just go off of like my whole dome. This is the new direction of the Break Time Podcast. And uh, the main things to remember it's like this is your on-the-go portable classroom where there's no grade. The whole focus is to really take away a conversation and just have fun with it. Feel like you're listening into a conversation with your homies. This is for everyone who enjoyed conversations, enjoyed learning something, but hated being in a boring classroom, like being stuck in there and just like wanting to get out, you know? So that's the mission to be everyone's favorite on the go podcast for wherever they go and just, you know, whisper sweet, sweet nothings in their ear. <laughs> so today I have a very special guest, guests. Do you, do you prefer Jacqueline or Jackie? Jackie. Jackie, okay. Jacqueline and your girlfriend Lydia. Lydia. Okay. So I hit you up. Uh, I actually didn't know her prior. Like, I followed you on Instagram. Just I love art, right? Mm -hmm. So I, you're, you're a tattoo artist, mm -hmm. right? And she posted a video where it was just like, I saw a lot of passion in it, you know? And I was actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I was pretty inspired by it. Really? You know? Yeah. That's awesome. No, 100%, awesome. for real. And I thought, this is exactly what people need to listen to. Like, I like what you had to say. And I thought, I want more people to join in on this message, you know? Yeah. So I just hit you up, and I thought, like, well, let's see if she'd be down to go on a podcast. And she said yes, and now we're here. Now right. we're here. Boom. So you've been doing tattoos for, like, 10 years. Yeah, so it's been kind of on and off. Um, I started when I was 17, and it was more so, like, uh, like, a dream of mine, but I never really took it seriously up until, like, last year. And that's when I um, started into my career. So I'm professional mm -hmm. now and I'm doing it and mm -hmm. I love it. Have you did you always want to be a tattoo artist when you were I wanted to be a tattoo artist ever since I seen really? Kat Von D on T V and I was Cat fourteen years old. Yeah. What's Cat Von D? Cat Von D? Cat Von D? Mm -hmm. I have no idea what You don't that know is. who that is? Okay, so she's <laughs> <laughs> so there used to be a show called Miami Inc. and it was just a reality show about a tattoo shop and she's like like you, I'm sure you've seen her. She's got like the stars tattooed on her. She's like a really famous tattoo artist. But mm -hmm. yeah, no, no, okay. No? no. Okay. 
Yeah, she's well, super well, tell inspirational. Tell me about her, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, she's just super inspirational, just like being a woman in the industry. It's, you know, it's not like super easy, especially finding an yeah. apprenticeship is not super easy. And, um, yeah, I feel like girls like really have to prove themselves more. And it kind of sucks because, like, like I've seen more talent come from girls than like sometimes guys. Yeah, we you know crush what I mean? It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I fucking got my shit. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, and so you saw her and you were just like, like I want to be a tattooed artist. So, like, um, when I saw her, like, there was something that just kind of related. Like, I knew I wanted to do something with art, and I knew that I was kind of a rebel, and, like, okay. I wasn't always the best at school, and I knew okay. that I knew that I had a passion for art. I just didn't know what to do. And then when I seen, like, the artwork that she did, I knew that's what I wanted to do. You seem like the kid that would have definitely, like, draw in class and, like, never paid attention, just, like, oh, full yeah. notebooks of, like, different yeah. art. Yeah? Uh -huh. Okay, for sure. For me, I've always wanted tattoos. I still want tattoos. I don't have any. Right, and I have like a like a plain body, uh -huh. but um, I know like my parents. If I told them like I want to get tattoos one day, and they say they'd fillet my tattoos off. Really? Yeah, no, fucking scary, right? <laughs> like jail styles? No, dude, <laughs> like... they're fucking. Cr so my, you know, I grew up in a Mexican household, right? Yeah. And so my mom was like, no, if you if you get tattoos, I would disown you. I would disown you, oh right, for sure. And my grandma was savage. She's the one like, oh, mijo, nah. I'm like, listen, you see, I'm like, I'll get this knife. Oh just like, just cut that straight off. She's like, know? I've done this before. <laughs> Don't make me do it again. And I'm like, oh, shit. It low-key made me want to do it more because I'm thinking. That, but that's the thing. You want to be a rebel. rebel like, yeah. you, like, I don't know. Okay. I feel like if anything, my mom would be... Like, I don't care if you have tattoos, just don't tattoo your face. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> and then you got a tattoo on your face? Like, yeah, no, she was not happy. But but she still loves me, though. She's, what is it? She's not too super hard. It's a design. It's kind of... Uh, it's a lotus. Okay. And then I just kind of made some filigree around it. So That's my favorite flower. Yeah, mine yeah. too. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I like tulips. But lotuses are just beautiful, so... <laughs> But um, I designed it, and then I asked one of my colleagues to, to, to do it for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why Lotus? Lotus has mm. a meaning of a, a new start, um, like a rebirth, and I I really like that. I went to Thailand, and I did this little ritual where you really? kind of let go. You, yeah, you take a lotus from um, the people there at the temple, and then you let it go into the stream, and it's really beautiful. But um, it does mean like like starting anew and being new you journey, know positive and yeah. yeah, that's cool. I actually always wanted to go to Tibet or Nepal, Thailand, yeah, um, to get my first tattoo. Have you heard oh, yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. the Sakyan? Yeah, yeah. Sakyan. I wanted to get yeah. one so bad. The only thing is you have to book it in advance. Book it in advance. Yeah, I heard it's like super hard to to get it done if you're not a local. Mm -hmm. um, like yeah. they don't even want to tattoo non-locals. Like it's a big thing. Yeah, it, yeah. You'll have to like look around because not everyone will do it for you. Yeah, someone someone told me it's it's for two reasons. Like one, it's the language barrier uh -huh. that they so. You know, tradition says that a monk has to do it, mm -hmm. and they get to know you first. They get to know, like, your energy, your aura, what kind of person you are. And then they'll actually choose the kind of tattoo that, like, that they think will best fit you. What I was reading is they also get to choose where to place it. So that's why yeah, tradition exactly. is supposed to be your first tattoo. Mm -hmm. You know, that way they have a clean canvas to go and, and paint on. But, yeah, so it, because it's, like, it's like super deep tradition, and they're really dope. Like, a lot of the tattoos have different meanings behind them. Uh, depending on what they think that like it'll help you out for or what would fit you 
um, some are for power, some are for courage, and some are for strength. And protection, yeah. Yeah, protection mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, that if they don't know you, it's going to be hard to, like, put the right one. And then they, I think they've noticed that a lot of people just go for the hype. And they, yeah. don't, they, didn't, they don't even know about the culture or, like, why it's meant, the meaning behind it. And so I, I get it, too, like... If I'm a tattoo yeah, artist I'd, for something sacred. Yeah, no, I get why they want to keep it kind of sacred, too. Yes, that's yeah? yours. Okay. <laughs> I got a little <laughs> tattoo in Thailand. It, it's also a lotus, but it kind of faded. Okay. But this one was just in a regular tattoo shop there. I wanted to check out the scene, so I got a little tattoo there. How long did you go to for uh, Thailand? For? Thailand, I was there for about two weeks. Um, I went to Japan f in between, and I was only in Japan for like three days. Damn, dude, that's sick. Oh yeah, I'm, okay. I definitely had like a little like um, culture like, like experience. Yeah, it w it was nice. Um, you kind of like learn a lot about yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was on this trip, I ended up you know butting heads with the people that I was with, and then we ended up splitting. Okay. And this is like this is like my one of my best friends, and like yeah. we ended up deciding to. Oh, do so the you trip went separate. with a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, yeah, so I did half the trip by myself, mm -hmm. and. Honestly, I'm, I couldn't be more happy that that's, that's the way that yeah. it went because I had no itinerary. Like, everything that yeah. I wanted to do was, like, it was it was a very, like, free, like, spirited, like, uh -huh. like, journey. It was really cool. Right, you were just, like, a free bird. Mm -hmm. I'd be, like, a scared little kid. Just, I'm like, it was oh my great. God. I'd be crying through the streets, like, I have no idea where the fuck I am. Like, <laughs> um, just on Google Translate, I'm like, I'm like, how do you say bathroom, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you know how to, do you, did you learn, like... I didn't learn it. Um, a lot of the tourist area, they speak English, so you okay. didn't have to kind of learn. It was, it's a really hard language. Oh, so, okay. So, I mean, even trying is kind of, I think I, I, I tried in, when I went to Japan, there are less people that speak, um, at least the people that I encountered, there was more people that speak only Japanese so like if I was in a cab like mm -hmm. I had to like Google Translate for sure mm -hmm. but like in other in in Thailand it, a lot of the tourist areas was a lot We're of English. English okay yeah <clears throat> oh man no but I want to go to like the local places yeah know? yeah I feel like that'd be the cool part so I know you were giving back it was like a charity right mm -hmm. okay so it's a, Can it's you tell a me church so um my brother's been in recovery for a few months now since uh December Okay. And he started recovery through this church. Recovery and, for, and, like... Uh, for drug abuse. Okay. Yeah, so uh, it's called Victory Outreach, and it's in Henderson. Um, so they have a men's home there, and they just um, make sure that they're, you know, keeping clean and learning the word and all kinds of things. So. Okay. So I chose that because it was, you know, it was kind of a part like of me. Close to you. It was yeah, close it was to your close heart. To, yeah. Definitely. So um, I wanted to do something. I knew for a long time that I wanted to commit to giving back. And the timing was always kind of like, you know, you go through your struggles and you're not really mm -hmm. like there yet. But mm -hmm. I always prayed for it. And I always wanted to be in a place where I could be like, this is what I'm going to do. And right. like, it's, it's, it wasn't even a question for me. Where you so you can help him or help give back. Yeah, yeah, so I definitely want to, so I'm doing 10% of all that I earn, um, even including tips, uh, so everything that I earn at the shop, in 10% is going to Victory Outreach, That's and I cool. made it, and I understand that people, not everyone is religious, or people mm -hmm. are passionate about something else, so, mm -hmm. I mean, if you've got, like, a, a pretty decent 
um, price tattoo, you could choose like an organization that you want that 10% to go to. So Okay, that's I, cool. Yeah, so I did kind of yeah. make it a little bit flexible to where like... People if, have the option. Like, yeah, so you yeah. have the option. So that's kind of just where it goes to by default. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to, you know, if you're more passionate about something else, then mm-hmm. I'd be open to that too because I didn't want to make it anything about, you know... For me, it does have to do a little bit with religion, but I didn't want to make it about religion. I just wanted mm-hmm. to make it about like people being able to give back and, and do something good. doing something that you would do in your everyday life. Like you yeah. want to get a tattoo or you want to go, you know, shopping, mm-hmm. like just know that it's going somewhere good. Mm-hmm. I like that. I actually really, really do. Like I got my and it sounds so weird um, because I feel like I got my spirituality back, like a connection with with God, with the big guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still not religious. Like, I don't go to church, you know? Like, me and church have, like, this this thing, you know? Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know. We know where we stand. <laughs> but I do, like, I believe in a God. Like, I believe that there's a higher power. I also give thanks to it. I'm grateful for it. Like, I don't, I think it's really egotistical to kind of think that, like, the whole life, it's you made it your own you know like there's a certain level where yeah you kind of crafted your life and like your efforts got you to where you are now but I feel like I can never be so I can never give all glory to me you know what I mean but um, I never wanted to be religious either like I don't like to push religion or anything down someone's throat Mm -hmm. I notice a lot of really good principles for giving back and being a good person like your morals I found it in church. I found it in religion, you know, like do unto others as you want to you, you know, mm-hmm. like give back. Like it's not all about us. It's also about like what's a bigger picture? What did, what did we stand for? What did they remember us for, you yeah. know? So is is your is your brother older or younger? He's a year older. He's a year so older? So we went to school together and we it, we were very different, so... Um, seeing him struggle was kind of hard. Like, how old I, is he? If you don't mind me asking. So he is twenty nine. Okay. Um, let me see. Yeah, he turned twenty nine this year. He'll be thirty next year. Okay. And then, so you guys grew up. Yeah, so together. We, yeah. So we were only a year apart. So uh, we went to the same school and everything. And then, I think when I got into uh, like middle school, I started noticing he was changing, and it was kind of hard going through that and then seeing him Mm -hmm. like just kind of have different priorities and Mm -hmm. it's been like a long struggle for him so like for him to actually choose to get help was like huge for all of us yeah so he chose himself that he wanted he wanted help we you know we we did our part in trying to guide him but we Mm -hmm. never you know forced him it was his choice and in doing um, it you know we we definitely tried to push him in that direction but um i mean he, if he wanted to, he could leave right now, but mm-hmm. he's like, he's set he's on wanting to stay. Yeah, so he mm-hmm. wants to weigh it out. That's yeah. really good. Kudos to him, you know. Like, I actually, I actually fought my own battles with addiction and, and getting through that. I didn't go through rehab, um, but I feel like that was my personal story. It, I probably would have saved my own self more time if I did, mm-hmm. but it's hard, dude. Like, there's, I think that's why I really like being able to talk to people yeah. and I, I liked getting un- to understand someone and I actually got more into psychology because there was just times when like I'm going through something people go through stuff and they don't know how to put it into words you know like yeah. and it's really tough to 
especially for guys, you know, and, and I've actually talked about this on, on the podcast before, like, especially for dudes, it's hard to put into words things that you've been dealing with for months or years on end, you know, like, and it's so hard to even when someone asks you, if, if someone finally asks, like, what's going on, like, like, how are you feeling? What have you been going through? Like, they have to backtrack from the very beginning. Like, fuck, where do I start? Right. You know? And how do I put this correctly? Like, to tell you that it's like a map, you know? Like, oh, it started off with this. I started, like, my journey was, mine was a lot of, like, it started with family-related because I felt like there was a lot of drift and a lot of separation within my family. And I felt, I felt like it was a lot of on me you know and so because of that it was like a self-destructing thing Mm -hmm. but I didn't understand that I was in it I didn't understand like what I was going through until I decided to take a step back right you know but again that took me so long you know it took me years to be able to like even put that sentence together you know so when I see when I even hear other people that are going through stuff that's why I get have a lot of empathy you know like I think back and I'm like I could have really gone ba- down a really bad road, yeah. you know. I and I knew where I was going. Like I, I went to jail. I went to jail twice. Shit. And like people see me and like, like what? You know, because I look really nerdy. I don't seem like the kind of person that would ever, like, be in, in in that situation. You know, um, but I was. I wasn't like I wasn't in the good crowds. I was. My friends weren't the best. You know, back then. Not that they were bad people. That they had like bad intentions for mm-hmm. me. But they had bad habits. You know, and that's when it's also, it messes you up because you get to know someone else and you think, well, he's not really a bad person. He's got yeah. a good heart, but their habits are terrible. Right. And so that, that fucks you up because I think personality has to do with your intentions and your character. Both of those will, will make your personality up. You know, it's, it's good to have great intentions. You know, I had great intentions when I was still addicted to, to drugs but my character was bad. And so my character never let me get away and escape. And I had to practice my character first and put more more strength on like the good side of me than on like the bad side of me. And so it was it was always like a struggle like especially internally. So I can I can imagine what your brother's going through, but I think it's actually really cool that you know that you want you started this to to want to help him, you know. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, and I real. I think that was had to do a lot with timing um i knew that i wanted to give back in some kind of way um i think it's been maybe like four years i've been sponsoring a child and that really? was that was the first step that i took you're to sponsoring a child right now yeah that's she crazy lives in bolivia. <laughs> <laughs> she lives in bolivia yeah okay she, her name is heidi okay yeah that's so sweet you even know her name okay i like it um okay so you tell me more about Heidi okay yeah so Mm -hmm. um so I used to go to Canyon Ridge in North Town and I really like that church yeah Yeah. there are churches (laughs) I I really like that church the worship is great and everything um but they do this thing every year where they go on a missions trip and um sometimes they go to like um like Jerusalem or Bolivia and they help people and they wanted to start this um this little thing where they wanted people going to the church to sponsor a child so Mm -hmm. you could you know choose if you wanted to 
but um, I did and it was something at the time where I was like you know I really want to do this you know I'm not making the most amount of money right now but yeah, yeah. but you know I want to do it and I think that it's something so small and like I I, I don't know like I, I feel like mm-hmm. like I knew I, I, I knew I wanted to do something and I felt like I was called to do that and like I'll be a hundred percent honest like you there feel were, like God put it in your heart to go yeah a hundred percent and I feel like someone who's living in a third world country not in the best areas you know they're going through a much harder time than I am right now yeah and um and I'll be honest there were times where like you know every, every you know so often I'd be like oh shit I got an overdraft fee or like you know I'm like damn Dude, I've, I've but, been there yeah and, and I've calculated my overdraft fees like when they would come in and stuff like they that they had a lawsuit for that Bank of America really? yeah wow yeah oh, shit. good fuck that I, I know <laughs> yeah but it, it was it was like it was a thing where I'm like and I dated someone too who was like you know, you should just cut down on your bills and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I think that you should you should stop that. sponsoring like, this child. And I was like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, this is something for me. Like, you can't mm-hmm. speak on that. Like, that's like 100% like my choice. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like for so long, like I prayed to be in a place where I wouldn't have to worry about that. And I mean, and it's been so yeah. long where I'm just like... Like, I feel happy, like, that I can I can provide for someone. So mm-hmm. I'm, like, in a way different place now. So yeah. That's really cool. I, I, like, I can tell that you like to help people. Like, I can tell that you really like to give back. And, like, it, it, like dude, it burst out of you. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's cool. Where do you think that comes from? Let's see. So growing up, um, I was yeah, I'm telling her into this. the deep questions. Deep <laughs> questions. Deep questions. So we actually earlier we were um, we I, I took a nap earlier because we were volunteering at, um, with Hillsong Church and we were passing out groceries and like I was kind of you know taken aback and I kind of choked up a little bit because I remember like my mom always you know finding out you know the dates that she had to be or the times that she had to be there to either you know get food or get gifts for us on christmas Mm -hmm. like she was very like she wasn't a very prideful person like she Mm -hmm. always let her guard down for her kids she always wanted to provide even if it meant you know that reminds me of like my mom dude yeah Yeah. like i grew up in a neighborhood where like santa would come to the park across the street and give out gifts (laughs) because you know because you know they have like the toy drives and stuff Mm -hmm. so like i grew up with that and like I know what it's like to live in a a place where you don't feel like you're meant to be like it's hard we we all go through life and we all struggle and we have to recognize that other people are struggling a little bit more too and like you can do your part like and and I don't know yeah like I I when you when you reached out to me like it was never my like intention to like you know like push people or anything but um but I do want to share that, and I think um, it's important. I think, like, yeah, and I think if God put it in your heart, you know, then I'm a, I'm a believer in like doubling down. You know, I actually used to. I told you like I I would be a shy kid, so I would shy away from my from my ambitions or my goals, and so that was there's there's like a level in regret that it starts to build up and it makes it, it made me depressed. Mm-hmm. actually now that that's a good word to put it but now i just think if we if you double down on that feeling that you have just kind of like try to maximize that that feeling that's inside you personally what i found from doing this podcast you just i love it 
you know you find that like oh i think i'm in the right path i don't know i don't know if it's real or not but this feels <laughs> correct it feels good you know what i mean yeah but yeah keep keep going <laughs> with wanting to help people out and like so like where do you think it comes from do you think it comes from your growing up or from I think, parents i think a lot of it has to do with growing up and then there's a lot going on in the world right now too with like you know immigration and you know i truly believe like people come here looking for a better life and that's that's mm -hmm. what it's sold as you know that yeah. like America, like, <laughs> land like of the, the free, like, you know, land of like opportunity, dreams come through here, like that, you know, yeah. so people really want to, like, look for a better life here, and, mm -hmm. like, it it really, like, I don't know, I really... It tugs at you. It, yeah, yeah, it tugs at me, because I see people, like, trying to make an honest dollar, mm -hmm. and, and sometimes it's not much, and... Yeah. I don't know, I think that life isn't always fair, and, like, if you could kind of you know help someone out like like if i see like a street vendor like mm -hmm. i'm like we're getting you give back yeah. To yeah yeah like i <laughs> yeah you're getting, yeah i'm gonna go to him <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah so like i like a few weeks ago like i saw a street vendor and like um he had like a ton of like you know cases of mangoes and stuff and i bought a couple of cases and like mm -hmm. And like you know, I, I I gave him a little extra, and I'm like, here, like mm -hmm. I know I know it's hard out here, and he's he's working in the heat too. Yeah. Like these are people just trying to, like earn an, Make honest an honest dollar. dollar. Yeah. There's so much more things in the world that you, you could be doing, like you know, mm -hmm. selling drugs, you know, sex trafficking. There's so right. much there's shit a bunch in of the ways, world. Yeah. Uh huh. And like these people, they're just trying to they make it honest. They don't want to do it that way. way. Yeah. They want to yeah. do it honestly. Yeah. I really so, fuck with that, 100. percent Yeah. So yeah. I try to help wherever I can and. And like today, like. Did your parents grow up teaching you that, or where did you see like to want to make an honest living? Mm -hmm. Did you ever grow up with an example of that, or no? And my mom, she was already living here when, um, when she had us. So I never like, like I was. I kind of always wish I was more cultured, but I mean, my grandma, she's, so. you know, she kind of struggled here a little bit too, but. Um, I think more so just like growing up and just learning a lot about what's going on in the world. Yes. Yeah. Shit, it sounds like you were in my childhood a little bit because like I remember growing up and I would think the same way. Like I'm like the way you're saying it, I'm like, yo, this is exactly what I was saying. <laughs> and like when I when I was younger too, um, I remember this one sentence that never left me and I was like five, six years old. And it was, um, so when we first came in, to the states we moved here when i was like four or five to vegas mm -hmm. right um and my parents are from mexico and so 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 is all my family right so the first one to come over here was my grandma and then my mom and my dad and like we all kind of like lived in the same house we lived in her house and that's how i grew up you know but i remember there was this one sentence that she was telling me that it really gave me such a bad feeling inside because she said, we work honestly, we make an honest living. Like, mijo, you're here to work really hard, and then one day you're retired when you're old. And uh, I'm like five years old. Granted, I'm also like lazy. I didn't really, I wanted to like play around all the time. Mm -hmm. But I thought, oh, like, that's so gross, you know? Like, to want to, to, because her perception of like life was work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard. And then eventually you get rewarded, you yeah. know, which is, it's really solid. 
but I feel like there's something missing in there. I you agree. know, I feel like there's the living aspect yeah. that's missing. But it was sad to me because those were my grandma's words. She said it, you know, so I'm thinking that's not what I want for me. And then that just stuck with me. That really stuck with me. I grew up and I saw differences between other families and my family because not saying that we grew up poor, but we we didn't grow up with as many options as like other people, right. you know? And actually kind of like, there was a resentment with like, why don't we have what other people have, you know? I was angry because I'm thinking, I grew up and I saw my, my dad work 13, 14 hours a day. My mom worked like 10, 12 hours, right? So I didn't really grow up with them. I grew up with my grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew that they would outwork people but we weren't we weren't happy like everyone else. Right. And it was I was just so mad, you know? I was so mad because I'm like, that's not fair. Right. And it made me want to figure out how do people like make it? How do you how do you have that good life to where you can start to live, you know? And I think growing up with an immigrant household to see that same thing i want to give back to people that just they want to have a good life but they don't want to they don't want to do it the wrong way they're they're good people you know and teach them how to just like make it past that next state you know like sometimes i would want to shit i I, if i could i would teach everybody how to make their own business you know like i teach everyone how to like start your own business from start to from scratch to finish and then here you go like don't give don't give me anything just i'm be super happy to see you just flourishing you know because then i'll feel good you know that's where i came from like i came from like seeing in my words poverty yeah. i'm like yo I, I feel like someone has to do something about it uh, another reason the podcast is to teach people like to learn you know because a lot of this stuff comes from learning certain skills to be better to like make it easier for you i definitely agree with that and um it's like the sad truth is we're not all given the same position at the start line like, oh absolutely not so it, it it's kind of it's kind of sucks when you see people working you know 13 16 hours a day and it's not mm-hmm. paying off as much as someone who's doing their dream job and like mm-hmm. you know it just like i never really like took it as serious like i knew i wanted to do it forever but like mm-hmm. my mind mentally didn't take it as seriously as i should until last year what happened last year so last year i was working a job where i i there was something that had happened and i knew that i had to leave because otherwise there was like some issues so i was like i'm just gonna leave whatever and then um after that i was like if i don't do if i don't take it seriously now like i'm never gonna do it like i'll always be like thinking when when is it going to start for me? Like, when is my career going to start? When am I going to start my dreams? Like, okay. So I never really took it seriously until I really had nothing. And that's, like, when I was, Did like, you always think about that? Like, did you always have that in the back of your head? Like, when am I going to get going? When am I going to start pursuing my dreams and stuff like that? Yeah. You definitely. always had that in the back of your head? Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it took, like, having to take away everything from me to realize that that's what I really wanted do Mm. so I think that's one thing that really moved me to do something because I know for the longest time like I I did struggle but when I decided to you know give up everything and put it all into my dreams like it it paid off a lot like I I'm happy to go to work like I I love what I do and I mean like I I'm able to 
you make you people know, feel good because yeah. I'm sure you like you put in yeah and I'm able to give back too and it's uh-huh. it's nice so that really mooned me because it's it's kind of hard to you know let that like let it sink in like we're not really all like mm-hmm. it's not not everything yeah. is fair and no it's, it's not my dad used to tell me my pops was like one of my favorite motivators he helped me be more optimistic he's like very simple dude he would tell me dude, you're smart. You know two languages. That was always his thing. Like, you know English <laughs> and Spanish. If I was you, I'd be running this town already. And I always thought it was crazy. Like, to him, me knowing two languages was, like, such a... such a Like a leg up, yeah. Yeah, such a leg up, you know? And to me, it was like, it's whatever. You know, because I grew up... So there's, so there's a level of, like, I didn't appreciate it. But when I go talk to my dad, like, I always appreciate it. And he would tell me, I believe that you can do this. He, he's not a man of many words, but to be able to put that into to that simple sentence, like, it made me think, shit, I know two languages, yo. Like, <laughs> I can fucking do this. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but if, like, if my dad says I can do it, then I can do it. But, yeah, it's not, I don't think it's fair. I think not... Not everyone has the same opportunity, but I also hear stories of like Dwayne Johnson. He he started with seven dollars in his pocket. Like Walt Disney filed for bankruptcy. Steve Harvey lived in his car for like three years. Oh yeah, I you know his his story was one of my favorites. You know, and st- yeah, and I, and I hear stories like that from people, and I'm thinking, it that's that's why I keep pushing. If they can still do it, and if it's true, and if it's really true, like seven bucks in your pocket, and you're you're the rock, then fuck, I can do it too. You know, like I, that there has to be at least a little bit of a chance for me. I know two languages, shit. <laughs> you know? But yeah, there's there's a level where you want to give back to people because it's just it's just in you. Yeah, I um I was like super cuz I'm like growing up I was really shy and like the thought of like doing this was kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, gave me a little bit of anxiety and like mm-hmm. um and I and I expressed that to Lydia. I was like, you know, I'm feeling kind of nervous like yeah. all this stuff and she's like, "Well, you know, when I used to do like athletics like or um like whatever." And she was like, <laughs> like whatever. Like whatever. Sports. Where they throw the ball. Yeah, yeah, you know, where the, 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 uh, they one. start sweating and shit like that. that. I don't know. I don't participate. Uh, no, she was like, she was like, well, I used to pray before, you know, so that way, like. That's so funny. Yeah, so um, I prayed about it and I tried to ask myself why. Like, because it's hard to put it into words when I've kind of had this. I've kind of been living this way for a long time, and I've mm-hmm. known that I want to do this for so long. It's kind of hard to put it into words. Put the, do this as in what, like giving back or the charity? Yeah, like giving back, just having that like like mm-hmm. a priority. Mm-hmm. So, okay. um, so I prayed about it, and then I rem- like like instantly I remember like last year I was driving home, and last year was a really tough year for me. I dealt with a lot of. Um, anxiety and panic attacks and okay um it was like one of the lowest times of my life like I was where were you last year if you don't mind me asking was that where were you so like Lydia helped me a lot through it too um there were times where I was like in and out of the hospital because I couldn't sleep like my panic attacks were so bad so severe that I couldn't sleep and I would like you know just crippling panic attacks mm-hmm. like horrible and um and you know praying really helped me through that 
Okay. Um, That's crazy. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, like, I'm glad that you like you got over it, right? Yeah, okay. but but last year well, you got stronger. I, I, yeah. yeah, I prayed a lot last year, and I remember one time I was driving, and I was just you know kind of kind of sobbing because I knew that where I was at, I was not happy, and I knew that it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. I remember like looking at the window, and I I seen like you know volunteers like helping kids cross mm-hmm. the street, and I'm like, man, that guy deserves like a reward. Yeah. Like, He's just, he's just, like, on his day off, like, he's probably retired, like, he's just, you know, just trying to help and do better, like... Oh, is it one of the, like, the, the people with the crosswalk yeah. guys? And, okay. I, and I was like, he deserves, like, an award, and they I... They really I, do, yeah. Yeah, like, like anyone that just, you know, chooses to, like, mm-hmm. you know, other, other to people help. before themselves, like, yeah. yeah. So, I remember last year, I was, like, you know, I was crying, and I was like, this mm-hmm. isn't where I want to be, you know, next year, I'm going to be so content with my life i'm going to be so fulfilled and i'm going to be able to make enough money where i can reward people and i can give back to people who either are struggling or maybe they're just doing something like for the good mm-hmm. so that was something that was really important for me and like right now i do feel content like i, I am really happy and like doing like choosing to do those things it does bring you fulfillment mm-hmm. so i think it's crazy like people that want to give back you know i think that there's a strength inside like a very unique special strength that doesn't make you want to at least for me like it does make you want to quit for anything like there's like i said like really unique strength you don't think of anything else it's like what else like what what am i going to do quit you know what am i going to do not help someone like you know like you can it's so hard to put into words even for me and i've been practicing trying to communications right but it's that, it's that feeling that you can't really replace it with anything else. To be able to make someone else's day, you know, it's like, oh, that's so good. Like, yeah. I wish I could do more of it. I wish I could just help other people just feel good. Like, you were praying for it, and, and look at you now. Like, now we're in a podcast. We're doing really good. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's it's been two weeks since uh, I decided to do the donations. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'm super excited because in two weeks um, I was able to donate two hundred and seventy-one dollars to Strong. the church. Two weeks, yeah. yeah. Two weeks. Okay. And um, what's your goal? My goal? I don't have a goal. You I just yeah. You should just you should get a goal. <laughs> I, I mean, life <laughs> goals, yes, but like I I don't. There's not necessarily a number that I want to hit. I just you just want to raise as much as you can. I just want to yeah, just do my part just kind of always strive to do a little bit more damn dude we need more people like you in this world (laughs) i'm not that great i promise (laughs) like when you asked me i was like oh my gosh like i'm just a normal person like it's like am i worthy i'm Uh, I'm just very compassionate but i am just a very normal person so no i think i think i do like i do think you we need more people that give a shit you know that care in this world i feel like we're in such a we're in such a PR society like not only are people too scared to go ahead and do something but it's like everyone's scared to be like they have to be politically correct they have to go by certain rules like oh you can't do this oh like if you help someone what is what is it or is it contradicting to this Uh or not yeah there's always like judgment and like Mm -hmm. we're all so consumed in like politics yeah and it's like why why does it have to get so complicated you know, like what happened to to the times when like being a good person is normal, you know, like I never even got to grow up to the times when like people knew their neighbors, you mm-hmm. know, 
And like back in the day, like people knew their neighbors. That was their friend. Mm-hmm. And like that's the person that you live next to. Like yeah. might as well get to know them and and be cordial, coexist with them. But now, like I don't know. There's just, there's just a lot of like cynicism and hate and just like anger. So I don't know. That's why I feel like we gotta make positivity louder. You know, I feel like negativity. It's just it's too loud right now. So might as well like go ahead and find as many people who have like a good mission or a good vision and just bring them on the podcast and just like get it out there. What was the first thing you wanted to do when you were younger? I wanted to be a famous artist. Really? Yeah. Okay. I wanted to do that and I've, I've wanted to do tattoos for so long. Like I think like in this industry, your art really speaks for itself. So I am, you know, new to this as far as becoming um, like a professional artist. So I'm still learning a lot. And like my goal is just to learn more and more. Mm-hmm. I've never wanted to be famous, but I wanted to be enough where I was like, you know, where you're acknowledged. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to, because every artist wants their art to be seen and yeah. like, and I kind of want that. I want everyone to listen on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just think that if I keep learning with time, that'll come. There's a lot of people that are pretty inspirational with like art and stuff. So, so with the, with the church, do they know that you're trying to help them out? Uh, yeah, I tried. I don't want to, I didn't want it to be like too like, Hey, I'm doing this because I don't mm-hmm. want, like I spoke to my brother earlier and I'm like, I don't want to be glorified or I don't mm-hmm. want that glory. Like it mm-hmm. is for God and it is for, you know, just helping other people. Mm-hmm. But I did want to mention where it is going because I mm-hmm. want people to know, Yeah. you know, where, you know, where they're supporting. Yeah. I mean, awareness is like one of the, and going back to real quick with me wanting to help people out, like here, one of the biggest things that I had to accept, it's awareness is huge for a mission. Going back to, again, intention and character, I wanted to help people out, but there's also points in time when like, we need to know certain skills on how to really maximize your message, you know? I practiced marketing for a little bit because I wanted to help my dad out in a catering business. So he started a catering business when he got out of working at a restaurant. So he started in restaurants. Mm -hmm. That's what he did for like 14 years. Started off with like 14 hour days, did it for 14 years. Still had like 12 hour days, so he got over it, sick and tired of like doing that. And he wanted to start a catering business. I, you know, I love my pops. I wanted to help him out. But I didn't want to be in the kitchen with him. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm like, I want to help him out, but I don't want to, like, you know, <laughs> do anything. So how can I do it? Well, that led me into what, like, advertising and marketing is. You know, it's just getting attention and redirecting it to where you want it to, you mm-hmm. know. Because everyone's attention, and it's, it's not the world's fault that our attention is spread out everywhere. But it is our responsibility, if we believe in a message, to go ahead and try to get that attention and bring it over to this mission you know sounds like you're not you don't want to be glorified and that's perfect because you you're seeing that you're not the mission the mission is giving back to others yeah so you're already there like it's already authentic now the next step is other people got to know about it because if people don't know about it it's it's actually not their fault it's not the world's fault if they didn't know about your mission it's our fault we didn't push hard enough you know i think that's also where where that positivity and negativity thing coming to play you know like a lot of positive messages don't get pushed out as much as they should because there's like i think there's a level in humility 
like humbleness in not wanting to be like, oh yeah, look at me, look at what I'm doing, right? Whereas someone who's complaining is like, look what the fuck they did to me, right? Oh, yeah. It's totally different, right? Yeah. But that negative person is going to be a lot louder and, you know, get more attention than the person who's doing something good just because, granted, that negativity can also be passionate. So what they're doing and what these two people, same person, right? And like a negative person and a positive doing, I can't judge them. It's just like I have to study what what's going on, you know, from a different perspective. And so I helped out my dad because I needed to learn how to market. I wanted to tell everybody who he was, what he did, because even though I, I knew that his cooking was great, if no one knew it, he wasn't going to be successful. He was just going to be some other dude who was a good cook that maybe sold to his closest five friends. Right. You know, that's not enough. It's great. It's, it's, again, it's honest work, but it needs that extra touch. You know, it needs what we, we call like, there's a secret in marketing sell them what they want but give them what they need let people know because i do i think people do want to do something good but they need an outlet you know yeah. they need to like oh i have i have this extra quarantine money and like fuck where am i going to spend it and like oh <laughs> let me put it into this church oh, cool like i knew about it because because of the podcast or because of, like because of jackie yeah. so yeah that's why i think people should listen to the, to your message you know i think more people need to to hear about this to want to help others you know? I mean, did you? Is there anything that you wanted to to add? Or, um, what are you passionate about right now, other than other than this? What am I passionate about right now? Getting my life together. <laughs> no. Um, I know. I'm like I'm like tugging on her because she's like I could tell that you um, that you keep some of this stuff inside. I I do. I'm I'm not really like a like a vocal person when it comes to like my thoughts. So. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, if you could, where would you want to see things go? Yeah. Let's just go society. Society. I, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so for society, um, I just, I want people to have more compassion. I think that's the biggest thing that I'm passionate about is having empathy for other people and compassion and understanding someone else's hurt or someone else's struggle, mm -hmm. whether it be, you know, something emotional or something, you know, financial, just having more compassion and slowing down slowing down with like social media and politics mm -hmm. and i mean a lot of it you can get consumed and it is mm -hmm. like sometimes it it's takes addicting. a toll on yeah. you and i mean even myself like i i sometimes have to take a step back and like not be so political because it takes a toll on me and then i'm like for a week i'm just like Ugh. you're but, like a little drained right yeah, I'm, yeah i get drained so i would hope that like you know, in the coming time, like, we just kind of slow down and really look at the people next to us and not the people on social media or, like, TV or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that, too. Even social media. There have been times when I, I'll do detoxes mm -hmm. where I just have to kind of, like, get away from, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, like, all that stuff. And, shit, you never... Re I never realized how much I would go by habit to look check, at my phone. Yeah. Because of me, I wouldn't re-download the app. Just like, oh shit, easy. Like, what are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna break that promise? You gonna you gonna <laughs> back down? And I'll like bully myself. So I'm like, you gonna do it? Don't fucking do it, right? But so yeah, I would just like, like, oh shit, I'm bored, and yeah. look into your phone and and see like news feeds and like more BS and like, oh, what's going on here? Oh, look at what they did. Oh, look at what. It's always like, negative too. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah. I love social media cleanses. <laughs> I really do. And the thing that sucks is right now with my 
career, I need social media. Like, it's how I, I network. So Same, dude. there's I no know. way I could delete the app. Like, I would have no business. Like, mm-hmm. so I it need sucks, it. Right? Yeah. It sucks, yeah. And then you get consumed and like, oh, what's this? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know my, my thumb has a smile of his own. Like, he'll, he'll scroll on his own. I'm like, fucking Conspiracy theories? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 3 a.m.? Yeah. You see a little picture of an alien? Like, oh, shit. And like, I guess I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> I know, I do that. Do you get your energy at night or at, in the morning? I've always been kind of nocturnal. Like, I really, yeah, I, my mind works the most at night. I'm fucking not same. a morning person at all. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, like, same. I yeah, go same. to work, like, my day starts at 12 o'clock, and that's fucking early for me. 12 o'clock? Yeah, like, okay, I, no, yeah. <laughs> but, but I hate it, though, because I really like the daylight. Like, it, I yeah. feel inspired by the daylight, but I, I my mind you know, works most, yeah. Fucking same, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would, uh, for me, if I can wake up before a double digit, I'm like, yo, I'm fucking doing something good with my life. Yeah, something. <laughs> I'm not a piece of shit, yeah, like, I'm fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, like, not gone to sleep and woken up or still awake by sunrise and mm-hmm. just, like, decided to stay up still the whole day? And yeah. And like, oh, you know what? Today's the day I'm going to change. <laughs> Today's the day where everything's going to go different for me, you yeah. know? Like, I woke up to the sunrise. I'm a great person. I'm a great person. <laughs> yeah, no, I've done that intentionally and non-intentionally. Like, party days, like, oh, yeah, just stay up all night. Oh, but... dude, tell me about it. Yeah. I know. I don't know. I get all my energy, like, at night. As soon as 12 o'clock hits, I'm like creativity just comes yeah. back i want to start like i don't draw but i would want to start writing that's what i do write pages and pages and stuff that's cool well shit that was great thank you <laughs> i was super nervous how do you like it uh it was cool it felt like i Solid? was just talking to someone who want like is genuinely wants mm-hmm. to know so i think that's really cool i think i thought too much into it that's what i'm telling you dude did. yeah see Thank you for bringing her, and yeah, yeah, and just yeah. being the rock. You know, we all. She's my bodyguard. We all need, we and all need like a little sometimes. and inspiration. The I muse. Have to be more than a bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're the muse, dude. Like yes, listen, yes. you're the reason she wakes up in the morning. <laughs> she <laughs> makes, she okay, makes okay, my okay. coffee. And then ten percent is going to the bathroom. You know? Oh wow, you make the coffee. She makes my coffee. Damn, I can't dude. get out of bed. You're a blessing. Well, I'm still unemployed, so I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do something What time do you wake up? Um. I'm not a morning person either, okay. so, I mean, if it wasn't None for of us her are. and her work and having mm-hmm. to be there, I probably would get up at, like, 11-ish, okay. so, yeah. about the one, same just time. Just one hour early, <laughs> right? earlier, like, a little yeah. bit of competition, like, So, no. I mean, we're pretty much the same. Our schedule is pretty much the same, which works out, but, What time yeah. do you guys go to sleep? Pretty late, Oof. two, three. Pretty late. We're we're like top model hasn't aired in years, <laughs> and it yeah, seems to be like, <laughs> you're like you're like on the clock. It's like, babe, listen, like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, top models on. Top model, yeah. Did you work on sketch for Okay, cool. Let's put top model on. Like. She's just yeah, like, no, what are you we're doing? So we're like, watching old seasons right now. She's doing the dishes like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, we tried to watch the serious ones. We watched, like, Hannibal. That was really good. Yeah, but Hannibal. it also was a lot. It was a lot. It is a lot to take in because you actually have to pay attention. What have you that? seen Hannibal? it? Hannibal, no. no. Okay, it's really good. Um, what is, like, what's it, it about? So it's about Hannibal Lecter, like the, you know, the, the, the killer character and everything. The killer, serial yeah, killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much um, Hannibal, the serial killer, is supposed to be a um, psychologist. Psychologist, yeah. It's like a modern story. Modern version of it. And okay. he 
nobody knows he's a serial killer. And then there is this guy who works for the FBI or whatnot, and he's really good at um, profiling. So he Ooh. can go into a, a crime scene and pretty much get himself into what is happening. Oh, so it's like he'll, that genius guy is like he just like at, yeah, he'll yeah. like zoom back in time, pretend he's there. I get over that after a while. I'm like, nah, you seem fucking <laughs> smart. I can't relate to him. <laughs> you know way too much. You know, yeah, you right? don't know that. <laughs> like, how the fuck do you know all this? I know he's super young too. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it gets crazy because I guess he's so empathetic with going into the crime scene and seeing all this like pain and stuff that he starts having psychological problems. So he ends up seeing Hannibal, psychiatrist, and Hannibal's like crazy obsessed with his mind and how. Yeah. So like like, the plot twist is though all of the all of the um the crime scenes that he's investigating is the like Hannibal's Hannibal's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Does he know that? No. Oh shit, that's crazy. Yeah, like Hannibal knows that they're investigating his crime scenes, but nobody knows that Hannibal, the psychiatrist, is doing it. So it's pretty cool, but you obviously have to pay attention to little details. Why don't you know top models a little more? It's a little easier (laughs) to watch. I'm I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's like so. it's like a swimming pool. Like there's two sections of the swimming, like the yeah. shallow end where like everyone's partying and shit like that, and right. then like the deep end, like yeah. you're just drowning. <laughs> you gotta focus on the paddle, <laughs> <laughs> or else you're going down. <laughs> yeah. That's so. funny, dude. Mm-hmm. So I know I've always been into like psychology shows or yes. like like murder, like mm-hmm. anything that involves kind of like Dexter, you know, anything oh, yeah. that involves like some serial killer and trying to figure out their mind. I'm like. <gasps> That's what I tell her. Yes. Because yes. uh-huh. I was telling her, I was like, most serial killers are really intelligent. Like, they are. Yeah. These people aren't stupid. They're really <laughs> so fucking smart. It's just crazy where, where it differentiates from a normal person. Like, what went wrong? Like, what in their head triggered them to just be like, obviously, it's more like backstory in their childhood. But uh-huh. There's always, like, traumas and stuff of like that. Of course, there's always traumas, yeah. but it's like, there's people with traumas that are normal. <laughs> like, <laughs> that are normal. It's not always that. aren't out there, like, Like, you know. you're telling me every person with trauma is going to be a serial killer. I don't think so. I can just so. imagine Dexter just, like, stabbing someone crying. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you like, did this to me. This is five years old. Right. Like, I'm just figuring this out. Oh, Damn, yeah. dude. No, now I'm not going to go to sleep. Go to, yeah. What show is You're what, going to watch Top Model, aren't you? She's a pro at smizing <laughs> now. No, I am not. Which at smizing what? is a thing where you have to smile with your eyes, so don't actually smile. Tyra Banks teaches this. <laughs> wait, wait. You're How doing do, it. Wait. You got it. It's like this fierce, intense <laughs> On <stare>. point. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to look at really either of you. I can't. I can't. I can't look at either of you. Yeah, he's I got think it. he got I it. Yeah. Do a little bit of that eye wink, like. Pretty much. I mean, that's kind of how it is. I'm going to start like, undressing people with, with my eyes. You know what it is. Right. You know oh. what it is. Smizing you up and down. They, they, <laughs> gave me that, they gave me that look back. It's like, oh, never mind. I'm backing down. Like, I'm never mind. <laughs> I was just fucking around. Like, I'm not, I don't want to. Oh. <laughs> you feel like your shirt being tugged and then something like, <laughs> they're undressing you. <laughs> with their eyes. With their eyes. Good. We used to make jokes like that when, I was, uh, when we were in high school, me and my like, friends my ragtag crew like oh yeah we'd have this joke like i bet you're naked under all that clothing (laughs) and like psych people out like wait what (laughs) there you go well thank you for being on the podcast i appreciate it it's a lot more show (laughs) yeah thank you so much for inviting me thank you for reaching out we could do like a part two later to talk about like i'll hit you back up on what i saw about top model okay yeah do like a whole one hour section about that if you want people to follow you on your instagram page so it's 
at Jacqueline.g underscore tattoo. It's J-A-C-K-E-L-Y-N-E dot G underscore tattoo. If I was just, if I wasn't dyslexic, dude, I'm just like oh my gosh. pushing out. Yeah, I know. Pushing I kinda, letters at my I kind of screwed myself with that one, having like a long name, but I wanted it to be different. So well, that, that's my name, Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Oh fucking! It's, the it's spelled name. different, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's E Z E Q U I E O. Yeah, I wow. noticed that. So yeah, that's why like that's why people call me Easy. First three letters, Easy E, like the rapper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm alive. Do you want to drop your app? I know um, you didn't really talk sure. a lot, Lydia. Yeah, I didn't, but you know, it was fun to hear her story. Yeah, I know you're, you're coming it. in. You're coming in like as a People silent want to hero. Know who you right. are? You're we the silent podcast. I don't know, but uh, yeah, uh, my Instagram is at lax underscore lid. So l a x underscore l y d. Lax underscore lid. Yeah. White lax. Um, I played lacrosse. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's dope. This is the sports side where she doesn't mm, really like. Okay. <laughs> to talk about. Um, but that's yeah. when they do that one, right? Yeah, the little. It's the one with the net, and then the the net across on the stick. Oh, yeah. It looks like a pair. Exactly. And then like they. Then that you it. did for like a couple years. That one. Yeah, <laughs> Just the kidding. One in the college. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one where you like it was it was professional. I'm not a, good at this. Had a no. uniform <laughs> and shit like that. You know we had yeah, meets. Yeah. No. So yeah, LAX is just this short version of. Okay. Not LAX, the airport, but you know, okay. I guess we can say that. I was, you know what? I was just thinking like lax. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, I was like lax, laxative. Laxative? No, definitely not. <laughs> right. Like I don't know why would anyone. That would be weird. But <laughs> let me ask. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of thought it. Was. Oh, for when, when I first saw it, I, I, I thought it meant like relaxed, like laxed. Mm. Yeah, like chill. Oh, when chill. I was like, oh, she's chill. I like Damn, her. Damn, she's so chill. She made up her own name for relax. Like, what you doing? I'm laxing. Yeah, laxing. <laughs> like, you know? That's what, well, after lacrosse, that's what I thought it uh, sounded like. So that's why I wasn't. Okay. I like laxing. it. Dope. Yeah, that, that could be misinterpreted. <laughs> so she's going to switch well. it next week. Right? <laughs> Might be a different plug-in later. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that's it. Um, if you liked it, I hope you do. I hope you enjoyed everything. And um, it was this was good. It was a good story. I, I genuinely enjoyed <laughs> it. No, for sure. 100%. You guys already know. If you liked it, go ahead and tag Jacqueline, Jack Lydia. Tag me. To Jack, tag, whatever. I can't speak. Um, at the Break Time Podcast. And... You know, take a screenshot, go ahead, post that, and then I'll go ahead and I'll tag you back. And then that way we can spread a little bit of that love and everyone gets to know who we are and like, you know, our awesome, awesome, put some faces to names or faces to voices. Spread the mission of giving. Okay. Yeah. Spread the mission of giving you guys. Don't be, don't be so selfish. If you feel called, do it. Yeah. If you feel called doing. And before I heard one thing, actually, you just reminded me of this. Uh, there was this saying that I heard from a teacher, and he said, everyone wants to be a go-getter, right? We all hear like, oh, you want to be a go-getter, go, go-getter, it's terrible. He said that's bullshit advice, right? You should be a go-giver, you know, because the universe will give back what you put out, yeah. you know? And he said, he's really a super deep guy. He was a, my philosophy teacher. But he said, this is a law of the universe. The universe says, by law, we'll give you what you put back right we'll put put out what you put in you know so everyone's trying if you're trying to be a go-getter you're never going to get anything you got to be a go-giver 
and see and see how much you'll you'll get in return. So there you go. All right, you guys. Well, that was great. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs>